Welcome, investigator. Evil is on the rise. Crime is escalating. Our mission is to eliminate the crime by exposing evil, examine why it manifests, and highlight the brave souls that confront it every day. Join us as we work together to bring justice to every victim. Welcome to All Things Crime. Here's your host, Jared Bradley. Yeah. You know, these guys, would they'll use the bathroom and then wipe their hands on the towel or, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Folks, yeah. when you are sloughing off 400,000 cells a day. Right. Um, right. You, everywhere you go, you are yeah. leaving your DNA. And yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you, I mean, you have sensitivities like what we're talking about, especially with DNA, mm-hmm. but, you know, even fingerprinting and things like mm-hmm. that, like, you know, they, there's a, there's a machine. I saw a presentation at the, the, the IAI conference that I was just mm-hmm. at. And mm-hmm. even if like on a, on a shell casing, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you're loading a magazine, you're pushing mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the bullets into the magazine, yeah. you're leaving DNA. And, and even yeah. if, even if that shell casing has been uh, in water, yeah. It can, it, it, they can now, there's a machine now that can, um, it's a full system. It's like a fuming, a little fuming hood that piece of glass comes down chunk. You know I mean? It's really okay. cool. It works. Okay. And, um, yeah, they can get your fingerprint off of that. And so yeah. any kind of metal composite, they can, they can get fingerprinting, even if it's been sitting in the water for a long time. Yeah. And, I, I don't know if it's that same technology, but we're, our board of directors is funding a very similar case. Um, actually next week that involves the firearm, the magazine, the whole nine yards, you know, and, and the belief is that this is going to be a treasure trove here. We just, yeah. we just got to get it, get the right science, you know, to, to test it and all of that stuff. So yeah. it should be, well, it should that's, be pretty cool. Let's go into the, uh, the Rita Cran a little bit better. And so it's, yeah, th- this case is actually really interesting. And we've, we've got some more of this kind of information on our website. Mm-hmm. At, at mvac.com. But the interesting thing is, so Rita Cran uh, was an, I believe she was an, a school teacher and she was um, 24 years old. And there was a guy named William DeRoos and he lived two floors above uh, Rita. And Rita had a couple of roommates, but these roommates uh, went out to a, a bar or something and Rita was just getting ready. Well, this guy, this uh, William DeRoos, he he saw her through the window getting ready for bed, and she was wearing a, a robe and everything, and 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 he was I, arguing with his wife supposedly, and there's all sorts of uh, uh, circumstances that goes into this. But the key is he breaks into her into her home, you know, molests her, and then and and kills her. Well, he was also smoking, and so he left a cigarette butt next to her body and the the initial testing that helped solve the case was they, they got the dna off the cigarette butt but it wasn't a super strong profile and then okay. in inbound with the season of justice you guys mm-hmm. helped fund the mvac testing mm-hmm. on that robe and if you look at the actual the strengths of the profile so to give to give uh, the listeners a little idea so if you've ever seen a heart monitor where the, you got those blips. Imagine a heart monitor that's kind of spread out and it shows 24 heartbeats going at the same time. Mm-hmm. And out of those heartbeats, somebody has a specific signature that they send out so that, you know, in, in say 10 of the, or 12 of those locations, 
there's a specific heartbeat that goes in each one of those. It's called a loci. And that is how you identify Jared or Brad or anybody mm -hmm. else. And each one of us has a specific signature that we send out. Well, that, and that's on a, they, they developed that from a specific spot on the DNA strand. And it's okay. just fascinating the way they do that. But when you, when you have a, what's called a reference sample, which is mm -hmm. like somebody can come in and they can take a, um, yeah, like a, a swab and do the, do the inside of your mouth is the best place to do it. If you have that, and then you compare it to what they find on the evidence. If it's a one-to-one, -one, man, it can be like one in 20 trillion yeah. that it's yeah. not, you know, Jared. Mm -hmm. And that's a, and when you get into those kind of specifics, it's like, yeah, we're pretty sure that, you know, that Brad was the bad guy yeah. and he was the one out there, uh, <laughs> you know, raping and murdering all these people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that that's uh, this William DeRus guy is just not a good character, but he, you know, just a neighbor. And it, and it's amazing how many victims and, it, and it's super sad. I mean, this this poor girl, 24 years old, she had her whole life ahead of her. Uh, wasn't, you know, she had no reason to be there's there's just no reason. I mean, a second grade teacher, it's like, yeah. for, you know, she wasn't doing it for the money. And she's right. just, she probably just loved kids and loved teaching and uh, was just trying to get on with her life. And uh, it was that summer that she had moved out of her parents' home the first time, you know, lived with, with some other roommates. And um, anyway, taking graduate courses, the University of Vermont, and murdered on the midnight, around midnight on July 19th, in 1971. She was found strangled, beaten, and sexually assaulted. And you know, in a small town back in 1971, I, I lived there actually in the late 70s. So it would have been, you know, seven or eight years after this, but I was just a little kid back then. And it, um, but I'm sure just, you know, the, the repercussions of this just rippled through the entire community and just tore them apart. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it went cold back then. They didn't have the technology to mm -hmm. uh, solve this, but thank goodness for, organizations like you guys and, mm -hmm. and like you said, technology that catches up to it, but they were Absolutely. able to, like you said, that cigarette butt was mm -hmm. kind of the initial indicator, but mm -hmm. the, the real nail in a coffin, if you will, uh, yeah. was the, the, the much stronger profile that they got from right. the house coat. So obviously mm -hmm. he had just kind of ripped the house coat open and, mm -hmm. um, in the process of, uh, you know, raping her and strangling mm -hmm. her. So fantastic, yeah. man. I, I'm just, yeah. uh, just, what a blessing to have yeah. this season of justice around that was able to, yeah. to help solve that case. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's, I, I, I stutter because I get choked up just thinking about, you know, each one of these and they're all just so meaningful, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, as, as you've alluded to a couple of times already, Jared, it's, it's our donors that make this possible. We have donors that give to Season of Justice that are around the world. We have, you know, uh, we have donors in Cambodia. We have donors in Denmark. You know, we have donors in uh, Western Europe, you know, and of course, across the United States and in Canada and South America and stuff. And it's, it's those individuals that want to see justice, want to help families find this resolution 
that we are just, you know, blessed to be trusted by these folks, you know, as that, as that charity of choice, as that trusted charity that, you know, has those proven partnerships, you know, with law enforcement, trusted partnerships with law enforcement, trusted partnerships with labs, you know, so that we can't help, you know, again, bridge that financial gap, you know, and, and help these families right along with, you know, law enforcement and that stuff. And that's, that's another thing, if you don't mind me, I'm, I, I would like to say is that one of the, one of the things and why, you know, donating to season of justice, you know, is, is so important is that, you know, our commitment to law enforcement is we're not going to be talking about your case. When a, when an investigative agency comes to season of justice to say, Hey, we need help. Uh, we'd like to, you know, have the MVAC done on this house coat and, you know, it's going to cost this amount of dollars and we can't afford that. Our commitment to that investigator and to that department beyond the financial help that we're going to provide, you know, is the, is the fact that, you know, there's going to be an NDA in place, you know, that says season of justice. We're not going to talk about the cases that we're involved in. We're not going to go out and advertise. You're not going to see us on social media. We're not going to do those types of things because the, the absolute last thing that we want to do um, as an organization is to, you know, to, to mess up an investigation you know, to, yeah. you know, provide. But you're you're specifically talking about while the investigation is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, while yeah. those. Yeah. We're, we're kind of, we're kind of the same way. There's so many agencies oh, yeah. use the MVAC. Uh-huh. They're like, Hey, you know, we're ordering more supplies for obvious yeah. reasons. <laughs> right. Can't tell you why. And, right. and we're like, Oh, right. you know what? I mean, even if you did tell us why we couldn't, we couldn't talk about it anyway. And I mean, there right. was, a, yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. First, so it's, yeah. One of the first cases we helped work in Southern Florida uh, was in 2014 mm-hmm. and it took eight years for that thing to get adjudicated. And so we couldn't really talk about it for eight years. We knew, we right. kind of knew what had happened mm-hmm. but, and, and why they had used it. And, right. and, and I mean, not the specific results, but we, we, I mean, whenever a detective is smiling, when you mention a case, that, that's right. a good sign. Right. And right. <laughs> the detectives were like, yeah, you know, good things. We're just waiting for, for it to go to trial. And it, eight years, right. I was like, right. oh, gosh, really? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. like when it, one of our, um, and that was when we were just getting started in forensics. I was like, man, yeah. come on. You know, we, yeah. you're, you're killing us, you know, throw, throw me a bone, man. Well, <laughs> but they couldn't, yeah. you know, they, they were going to trial and it was just taking forever. And so, but it finally got adjudicated and that was actually mm-hmm. a, um, a brutal murder down in South Florida. And the, the evidence that they got from it was from a, like a cinder block basically. And, and it was, Oh wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. touch DNA from, from like a cinder block. And mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, we can talk about that case later, but, uh, but the yeah. bottom line is you guys, I I'm, I'm positive you, you're the trust level between you mm-hmm. and your donors and the victim's families mm-hmm. And the law enforcement agencies is just rock solid. It has to be. I mean, it, it, it does. It yeah. has to be. And it's, we work every day to maintain that on all levels. Right. You know, so. so, hey, quick question. The, mm-hmm. Can the donors, I don't know if this is even possible, or it, but if the donors have a specific case in mind, can mm-hmm. they donate specifically to that? Or is it no. just kind of going to a general fund? No, it go, goes into a general fund that supports all of our all of our grant making. The vast majority of our grant making goes to our DNA grant programs, but we do also have an, an awareness campaign grant 
process that we have where we work with families, you know, of uh, mur murdered and missing individuals that, you know, uh, the cases have gone cold and, you know, again, working alongside and with law enforcement, um, it's been determined that a, a media campaign, a, a billboard, some geo netting, some, you know, Google types of techie types of stuff, uh, maybe newspaper ads, those types of things, a mass media push. Uh, it has been determined that it might shed new light. Well, it, of course, will shed new light on a case, but it may bring, you know, some some new leads to an investigation that's gone cold. And so for our donors, basically, we're asking them just to give to our general fund. Um, we review cases for the DNA grant program once a month, and our, our board of directors approves all of those grants. And then we do a um, one family grant per month where we're working with the family you know, somewhere here in the United States to help shed new light on their case. And again, as I said, bring awareness, you know, to, uh, to their situation, um, in coordination with law enforcement. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people, especially if it's in their community or a neighbor, you know, brother or sister that mm -hmm. they, that they know, uh, sometimes they want to donate to that specific case, but it, you know, they're, Sometimes, like you like you mentioned earlier, sometimes you review the case and you're just like, oh, you know what, technology just isn't right for this. And it, that's mm -hmm. and boy, to backtrack on my previous thought, the third phase of DNA is actually <laughs> the the interpretation. Mm -hmm. and there's that's where there's uh, there's leaps and bounds being made right now with the interpretation of it because yeah. you know, DNA is so complicated. And, and if you have too many people that have touched the doorknob, for example, mm -hmm. and so when you sample that doorknob, you get, you know, 10 people. Well, currently you can't do anything with that. And, and, but hopefully in the, in the not too distant future, there will be technology that they'll be able to kind of un, unmix that. Right. Mixture yeah. Those mixtures. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, yeah. that's mixtures are actually the, the, the biggest problem. So, mm -hmm. and to, to give everybody that's listening, maybe a, a, a little better idea of what a mixture is. So imagine we'll go back to the heart monitor. Imagine 20 people in a hospital all hooked up to the same heart monitor. And so everybody's heartbeat is being in there and it's all right. gibbered together. And so, right. you know, the doctor would look at that and go, I don't know whose heartbeat is whose. And so that's kind of what happens in DNA profiles. And so, there are algorithm type of, of, you know, software basically that yeah. they can plug this, the, the, the signatures into. And right now I think the capability is five to seven, somewhere around there that they can okay. kind of separate and look into. But, uh, in the, hopefully in the very near future, uh, they're looking at 10, 12, yeah. you know, more. So thanks for joining us. Your attention today brings us one step closer to exposing and eliminating the evil that brings crime to our communities. Hit subscribe and share this episode. Together, we will bring justice to every victim.